In the U.S. Army, you can make a choice to make your mark. With over 200 fields to choose from, you can join forces with us and take on anything. Visit GoArmy.com to answer, what's your warrior? Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds, according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast with your host, Team BHP. Okay, welcome to Bowhunter Planet's podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking to uh, Broden Rank of Public Land Archery Allies. And uh, with me, I'm Kevin Conlon, and with me is Bob McGee and Tim Mazzarana. And also on the line, we have Broden. Broden, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Hey, thanks for having good. me. Good. Doing good. Uh, things, uh, how are things out there in Pennsylvania? <laughs> um, pretty good. I wish it was a little bit warmer for being end of July here, but uh, I guess it gets you more excited for fall. Okay, so um, we uh, basically I want to get going here, just talking about uh, you know we kind of got a call from you. You're interested in uh, us giving you a shout out, and uh, really we were um, kind of interested more in finding out what uh, the public land archery is all about, and maybe you could give us a little background and tell us how you got involved and what's going on. Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, I, I mean, I, I don't profess to be some professional public land bow hunter by any means, but um, I definitely enjoy it. And <clears throat> over the last couple of years, um, when I try to find new spots to go, uh, it was it's it's a challenge sometimes to find places to go um, and ha- and find good solid information on it. So, kind of my concept. There's three con- like ideas that I have with this this whole thing. Um, and simply put, it's just to help other people find public land um, and plan their own do-it-yourself style hunts because I think it's something that's becoming more and more popular. Um, and also prove that high-level success is possible on public land, that you know it's not just this thing that people resort to anymore. It's something that people you know, look forward to and enjoy doing it every year. Um, and then the third kind of idea of this is giving everyday hunters like myself a voice and a platform to uh, share the share the success stories that they have and and kind of promote what they're doing well that's kind of in line with what uh, bowhunter planet is all about i mean we started bowhunter planet with the idea of of um you know the average everyday hunter because you know you watch the hunting shows and you and, and all that and you know everybody who hunts realizes that's not the real world and uh, yeah. uh, you, you mentioned that you're not a public land archery pro is there such a thing <laughs> I mean most of the guys that are pros are probably on private land and ranches yeah and stuff I mean like that, so. I don't know I mean I guess you wouldn't use the word pro but I mean there's definitely some people that have you know had some high level of success um, 
and they do it year in and year out. And, you know, I have seen them on other shows and, um, you know, they have own site, their own sites of, of sorts um, promoting what they do. Um, so I guess I don't know if you'd call them pros. It's not something like you'd see on TV, I guess. Cool. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about the platforms that you're on. I know you got you have a Facebook page, you got a website. Is there any other platforms? And uh, tell us a little bit about the resources uh, you know the hunters out there can uh, can find. Through. Um, well, I mean, definitely social media is huge. Um, I'm sure you guys know how it is you know, in this kind of realm. Uh, social media is huge for building a base, and that's really what my primary focus has been because it is kind of like a new thing. So um, that's been my focus. Now the the site I kind of made go live this week um and it, it's a it's a rough outline now um there's definitely a lot of work to be done um so the website eventually is going to be the main focus and it's my goal is to have a resource for people to go to and kind of have everything in one place you know say they are interested in hunting a specific state i want them to be able to access my site and say you know where are the top counties um where is where's the land located you know what kind of success is people having there you know what can i expect where can i stay i mean when when you're traveling out of state 10 hours away i mean it's it, i mean it's not stuff that you can't find it's just what i found is that it's in so many different places that it, it can take a lot of legwork to get the information and my goal is to kind of streamline that in one place well i have a question about that so um how what kind of feedback are you getting because i i know a lot of hunters that if they hunt public land you know they kind of want to keep it their little secret and mm -hmm. are they really giving you i mean what kind of is it working out are people really telling you the places to go hunt or are they kind of being closed-lipped about it <laughs> um I, what i have found is that people are super anxious and excited to share you know, hey, this was my buck from this year. This was my, you know, my big bull elk on public land two years ago. Um, and I, I try not to, I try to stay away from that a little bit. Like I might ask, you know, hey, what, what state was it from? You know, what county? But I don't, I don't get real specific. Like I don't say, and, and if they don't want to give a county, like I completely understand because I hunt public land too. And I definitely have my hotspots that I, you know, try not to give away in full detail. Um, so I, I try not to even go there. I try to focus it more on the success. Um, as far as building resources, it's just doing a lot of legwork on my end, trying to, um, you know, search state sites, state websites, the DCNR websites, the, um, the game commission sites, and just trying to compile it all in one place. And then you put that on your, your website then you put that on where, yeah, where other hunters can go. You've done the legwork and they can kind of look and see, yeah, that'd be a place I want to go or. Well, being only three weeks into the project, I have done it. It's not near to where it needs to be to be completely functional. Um, but that is the goal. That is that is the, the true goal of all this is to, you know, really give somebody a valuable resource. Not sent, like, it's not going to be a place they could probably go and say, you know, hey, I'm going to completely plan my hunt A to Z. Um, but I want it to be pretty close to that where they can get in a good idea of what they're in for before they you know, really officially book everything. So are you focused on uh, just whitetail or are you focused on multiple species? Well, there, I mean, there's a lot of information out there. I mean, even starting uh, initially, I'm going to try to get everything whitetail oriented. I, you know, in the future, when everything's kind of in place, I definitely want to expand it to elk hunting out, you know, west and um, as well as pronghorn hunting and any other, you know, public game species that people really want a need for. I mean, I'm not opposed to, 
having content if somebody sends me a message and say, hey, I, you know, I need help hunting some species that I've never even heard of. I mean, I, it's, it's my goal to be that resource that I can try to, you know, help them. So I guess for everybody's benefit too, I mean, it's a great idea trying to get a community together to talk about, you know, specifically about the public land. I think it is a challenge. Um, talk, mm-hmm. talk to us a little bit about those challenges. You know, I, I think there's there's definitely people on this call that have never hunted public land. They've they've yeah. you know, hunted you know, private or ranch style. Um, but mm-hmm. t- talk a little bit about the private land, the the challenges that are there, and the necessity. Yeah, I mean, and that's one thing that I'm trying to overturn with this is what I would call public land stereotypes. I mean, there's definitely, like, things that people think right away. And I'm sure that you guys could think of things and say, I'm going to hunt public land. And I'm sure right away most people can that don't hunt public land could say several things. And, like, one of them that I hear all the time is like, oh, well, I would hunt public land, but it's way too crowded. And for the longest time, I kind of fell into that. I mean, I live in Pennsylvania. I mean, there's over a million hunters that take to the woods every year and you know if i would go and talk to somebody about a a spot that i wasn't familiar with i'd say hey you know what do you think about this land i you know i came across it on the pennsylvania game commission site and like uh, one of the things i'd always hear is well it's okay but it's way too crowded and so i would just not go there and you know sooner or later curiosity would you know move me enough to check it out and i'd hunt it and I found most of the times that wasn't the case, especially in archery season. Um, you know, if you're willing to get, you know, get in deep off, off grid, um, you know, especially you're not going to run into near as many people as what, what you think. So it sounds like you've had a lot of success. What, what, uh, what, what's your biggest deer? Uh, like I said, I wouldn't say a whole ton of success. My biggest deer, um, was taken on Maryland public land, uh, probably about four years ago. Um, it grows 124 inches, uh, so it, it wasn't it's a nice terrible deer. deer. Yeah, a, I mean, for my standards, especially for Michigan standards too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, not last fall, but the fall before, Bob and I actually took a trip out west, and we did some uh, hunting on public land. It was actually mm-hmm. the national grasslands, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you what: you get out to South Dakota, and there are literally hundreds and hundreds of miles of open hunting. I thought Michigan had a lot, but south dakota is incredible so hopefully you'll start picking up some people from out west and they can start talking about you know what's available out there yeah and i'm i'm getting stuff from all over the country and that's that's the cool part i mean i've i've had stuff i mean definitely pennsylvania but i've had a lot from ohio i've had a lot from you know idaho uh people that are doing it maybe people that aren't from colorado but they went on a colorado do-it-yourself style hunt so i mean it's definitely been a, a big variety of locations which which i'm happy with but now when you started uh the interview you said you're from central pennsylvania yes are you familiar with wellsboro i am i am beautiful area to hunt there. yes yes and i haven't been there in a long time it's i've actually been through there and i've stayed there before and it's been a couple years hey guys dave thomas here at bonerplant.com studios in detroit michigan uh, we have a lot of great stuff going on, and uh, our podcast right now is so exciting, and we're so happy to tell you about it. We're hoping that you guys are tuning in and listening. We have some really great uh, guests on, some awesome stories, great tips of hunting, and um, especially in industry stuff, what's going on in the industry, and different things um, that you can learn right now about different gear and what's best and what's going on. Awesome stories and a lot of tips and uh, tactics that you can use. 
Uh, the BoneandPlan.com team is excited to bring you the new podcast. Also, check out our ambassador program. It's a great program if you want to get involved in the industry um, and see what it's like from the inside out. Uh, we offer that. Check out our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter. We have some of the best photography in the industry being shown on some of those platforms, as well as videos. Check out our network shows, including Southern Vein. A lot of great things coming up this year from Boner Planet. We're excited that you're here and listening with us and being a part of this. We absolutely appreciate it. Growing the sport of archery is one of the most important things we can all do. We need to come together to make that happen. Not just me, not just the other people in the industry, but you as a consumer have to help us to grow this great sport of heritage that we love called archery. So hey, make sure you go to bowhunterplant.com, subscribe to our mailing list so you can stay and, and keep part of what we're doing and what's going on. And we really appreciate your support and thank you for joining the hunt with bowhunterplant.com. Back to the show, the Bowhunter Planet podcast with your host, Team BHP, online at bowhunterplanet.com. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a beautiful area. So I'll tell you one of the biggest challenges I think that I've had in, uh, in public hunting is, uh, is, is the patterning of the deer. I think it's, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a huge challenge to, cause you know, private land, um, you know, you're, you're able to, I think, feel a little bit more secure and, and be a little bit more secure in you know, putting trail cams up, you know, and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So you can kind of do some pre-work, um, even work the land for food plots and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, I mean, to me, that's the biggest challenge with, uh, with hunting public property is that you don't really have that ability to, to necessarily pattern those deer unless you're there in mm -hmm. person. So. So yeah that, and yeah go ahead that's when you have to find crp land mm -hmm. and set yourself up around the crp cornfields and bean fields yeah yeah and i mean i definitely scout on public land and it's it's kind of weird because you kind of scout it with a private land mindset just automatically like you like every time i'm in the woods like it's it's it, it rarely comes to me that oh there could be somebody else scouting this you know same area 50 yards but it, you know it's not something that i really focus on you know i just try to do my own thing but it is something that's there that's saying you know i'll put trail cameras out and i say to myself i'm not going to check it for six weeks because i don't want to disturb anything when in all reality I, you know there could be somebody in there the next day checking you know the same area and ruining it and you have no idea but do you use the satellite websites that are available for looking at the land that you're thinking about hunting? Yeah, I use the satellite, um, the site, you know, the Google Earth and that stuff. Um, I also have utilized different, um, you know, apps on the phone. The one I currently use is HuntStand. Um, I think Onyx is another one. That, and I think those are great or resources, um, especially the ones that have the, you know, parcel information to really, you know, figure out where you're at. Yeah, which I think is a challenge in and of itself when you're in those uh, you know rural areas in different states, you're not familiar with it. I mean, mm -hmm. you're you're off by uh, you know a couple couple yards, and uh, you're on you're on private property, and you run into mm -hmm. some huge issues doing that. So I think it's uh, great to have resources available for those for those public hunters, um, you know, mm -hmm. just to stay out of trouble. Um, yeah. You know, not not you know not speaking of like the you know how to solve for the for the issues of of hunting public land. Um, so mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's a great idea. Well, the other issue of that, too, is I've been in situations that, you know, I've gone to 
someplace I know is public land and somebody's posted no trespassing. Right. Yeah. You get and a lot. Like, you get a lot of tricksters. Out like there. if you if oh. you have uh, mm-hmm. you know the Google Maps and you have your maps and boundaries and you know say wait a minute this isn't this isn't private. Uh, it's funny though because mm-hmm. I think that happens on private land too. I know we had uh, one of our one of our members last year um, has a uh, he has private land and he has his own little spot right back in the corner goes there every year and uh, opening day last year. Um, and, and granted, there, it, it's all club around it. There's no public land anywhere around there. There's a wire around the uh, around the property. You can absolutely tell when you cross, you know, over into the property. And he goes out there mm-hmm. on opening day, and uh, there's somebody sitting in the stand already. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice when some states, I mean, uh, some states are really good about it. Like, I've hunted, Maryland is one. Um, you know, they do a really good job of not necessarily posting signs, but, stri- you know, spray paint. Like, they will, you know, there's different colors mean different things you know if you see yellow paint i think it's private land white paint is um so kind of avoids that in a sense which is nice that's great i actually didn't even know they did that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah they don't do that in michigan that's that's pretty good (laughs) so one of the one one of the other things i was wondering like you're just getting going on this and i was just wondering so eventually are you looking to like not to get political or anything, but like uh, the protection of the public lands that we have and keeping them public for people to hunt and stuff like that. I know that there's been, uh, mm-hmm. you know, different uh, different areas, different states and government, you know, trying to, you know, do different uses for the lands and stuff. And maybe this might be a good place where keep, people could keep an eye on something like that. Yeah, and I think, I think as I get... A bigger base. I think it would be awesome to team up with some of these groups that are really doing a lot of work to promote and to maintain these lands. And um, I'm a big proponent of, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. I mean, if if people aren't taking advantage of public land, then, you know, there's not going to be a big interest in saving it, really. I mean, there's who's going to write into their legislators and say, I hunt this, I want you to keep it if they don't. So, if people can see that there is success there, um, spark an interest and say, well, I, I don't want them to take this away. You know, what if I lose access to my friend's camp that I hunt at that's private ground? I need to have a resource that is there. And so. Yeah. So right now you're, you're building out your base. I know you're building out the states. You know, you go, I go on your website. I see, you know, three states on there. Um, but what, what, so people go to your website, people go to your Facebook. What are you looking for from them? You, you're, you're looking for them to contribute information, but what do you, what, what kind of information are you looking for? Um, as far as on my end, like the states that I put on there were just like a quick blips just so to show that it's there and that it's going to be built. Um, what I'm looking for from other people is really for them to just say, to tell me like what, you know, tell your story. I want to share your story. I mean, we see these guys and there's tons of television shows and there's some really good ones out there. You know, I like watching outdoor shows like anybody else, you know, when I have the time to, um, but I want these guys to, you know, these, these everyday hunters, as I guess you could call them the guys that are grinding out on public land. I mean, they, they have levels of success as well. And I want them to be able to, you know, basically promote themselves. Like, and I want to give them that platform to do so. That's great. Uh, I think it's a great idea. So, uh, you know, keep keep working at it and, you know, people listen and, you know, head over to their Facebook, um, you know, give them a follow and, uh, you know, take a look at what they have to offer. I think there's some, I think it's a really great idea here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, one other, one last thing I know in Michigan, there's a lot of public land that is like, um, like lumber companies and 
or you know like mining companies and stuff that they yeah. open that land up to the public for um mm-hmm. hunting and they get tax breaks for that do they do that like in um pennsylvania and some of the other states or is that unique to michigan or um pennsylvania i know they do and actually um the game commission in pennsylvania actually opens that up to anybody um you know they might have a cooperative and as far as i know the game commission actually works with the landowners and um they do make it public for everybody but they also try to help the farmer or the landowner uh, maximize their property for um for the hunters and the people that are going to be using it as well and i don't think there's any i mean people can sign a year lease and i think that they can opt out at any time if it's if it's not working um but there are bigger companies like you said lumber companies that you know open it up and and sometimes it's you have to get a permit or like an application just so they know that you're there probably just for legal reasons but um but those opportunities are there no, it makes sense. I think uh, that's a great way to uh, utilize that public land that, uh, you know, during the fall season can be, uh, you know, a great resource for hunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think all of us here hunt public land. I know I do. Bob yeah. does. Ten and you, you guys have success, project. too? Uh, yeah, we've had success. Some success and some, you know. We've got a program here in Michigan where it's private land for public use. Mm-hmm. Private landowners can can set up with the DNR here in Michigan and offer their their land to the public to hunt on. And it, it's pretty unique program and it's pretty interesting. Yeah, which is great. I mean, Michigan has a lot of hunters too, right? They're like yeah, Michigan. Michigan's got a whole lot of hunters, a lot of bow mm-hmm. hunters. Yeah. Yeah, so it can be competitive um, for sure. Yeah, I think that's kind of the fun of hunting uh, public land, though, mm-hmm. is, that, is that added cha- I mean, uh, archery is a challenge anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But that, that's definitely an added challenge, because I, I think, it, to be honest with you, um, I think it, it's it's a little bit more exciting, because you get a little yeah. bit more of a competitive nature going on, because when <laughs> yeah. you shoot something on, on, on public land versus private land, um, you know, there's just that much more of a bragging right to it. Oh, for sure. And, uh, like, you, you basically took the word out of my mouth, because... If I see a picture, or if I show somebody a picture of a 160-inch deer killed, they're like, wow, that's a huge buck. That's a nice buck. And then you you follow it up with, I shot it on public land, or yeah, it was taken on public land. Like, almost always you're going to get a reaction like, no way, or yeah. that's, you know, that's yeah. awesome. Well, yeah. that's, that's I got. I got to imagine that uh, as you grow here and you get some of those really good success stories, there's going to be a lot of haters out there saying there's no way that was on public land, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, uh, that's bound to happen anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I got I have to imagine that everybody, you know, that just because of that jealousy factor. Mm-hmm invest a ton of time i mean you have to to be really successful consistently you have to invest a lot of time um and you like i said you have no idea who's on behind the next tree doing the same thing at the same time as you and you know here you are thinking you're doing something productive and and you're not but when it comes together you know victory is you know can be really sweet because you're like man not only did i do it but you know i did it on public land cool all right, Brandon. Well, it's been great talking to you, and uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up. If you got any final thoughts that you want to get out there, and uh, I'm definitely going to start following you on Facebook. And <laughs> Yeah, really, all, all I have to say is, um, uh, you know, check us out. You know, feel free to send us your successes and uh, kind of stay posted for, for what's going on in the future. 
Yeah, good luck with your site. Yeah, good luck. I think this is a, a great thing you're trying to start here. All right, thank you. All right. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. The right detail can bump your wardrobe up a notch. Kick off this year by letting Indochino upgrade your style with customized suits, shirts, chinos, bomber jackets, and more without spending a fortune. Indochino clothing is made to your exact measurements, and you can customize every detail. Give yourself a style edit that sets the tone for the rest of the year with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more with promo code STYLE at Indochino.com. That's Indochino.com, promo code STYLE. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.